life goes on And this world Keeps on turning What y'all know about that? Let's just be glad Welcome, welcome, welcome. We this time welcome to the talk that talk of deep speech relationships. Welcome to the talk that talk of deep speech relationships. My name is Angelo Potareal, and um, we got some business we need to handle tonight. Okay, just thought I'd start it off with a little bit of Al Green. Watch the bridge, okay. That will sipping on this tea. I hope y'all are doing well. Hey. This is only for the grown and sexy. If you're not grown or you're not sexy, you can just, you know, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. I just want the grown and sexy. Amen. Make me believe you love me, okay? Make me feel it, okay? <laughs> what? turn Al all the way down and now that we're left with the grown and sexy yes 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 happy Thursday guys happy Thursday I'm so excited to be here with you guys tonight I've tried to pull it together I have my phone won't stop ringing okay phone won't stop ringing had to put it on do not disturb had to find Oh my goodness, my thoughts, but I am here with you, so welcome. I want to take this time to thank you for tuning in to my live show. I know that there are millions of other lives going on right now, but you decided to spend a few minutes of your night with me, and I do appreciate it. Once again, my name is Angelo Patareal um, of Diva Speaks Relationships. I am from Dallas, Texas, but I'm currently living in the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina. With all of that being said, are you guys ready for tonight's letter? Are you ready? Because I got my notes, okay? I made some notes for this one. I made some notes. I got my little post-it notes and everything because I wanted to make sure that I leave some takeaways from tonight's letter and definitely um, speak to the woman that took time out of her day to write about her issue because... Your relationship matters, okay? So let's get started. I'm going to put on these glasses, and I'm going to silence um, Al Green for a moment, just a moment. It just feels different when I don't know if I want to silence. I don't want to silence you. No, I kind of like that. Okay, so 
It's a nice letter. Again, it's a tad bit longer than what you guys are used to. Um, me um, kind of like sharing with you, but I'm not dealing with children. And I don't think I have anybody that's ADHD on, um, on the show right now. So we're going to try to um, give some insight to this poor woman who's going through something. And my heart goes out to her. Um, you know, I've done a few, actually I've done a handful of letters like this. So it seems to be something that, um, quite a number of people are dealing with. And when, and when you experience it, you don't really know how to handle it because you're so invested into your current relationship, whether that is a marriage or you're supposed to be in a monogamous relationship with someone and this happens. So let's just get right into it. Okay, putting my glasses on. I feel like grandma, even though I'm not a grandma. I feel like one with glasses. Okay, so let's just dive into this letter. So this, um, the caption is basically asking for confirmation. Am I right to feel this way? Once again, the letter is captioned, am I right to feel this way. So let me just stop right there. You feel how you feel. Okay. No one has the right to tell you how to feel or how to process some, some, something that you're going through, especially if they're the reason that you're going through it. Okay. Can we just start off right there? No one has the right to tell you how to feel about anything. Your feelings are your feelings and your feelings are valid because they belong to you. And no one has the right damn sure to tell you how to feel about some, some sugar honey iced tea that they started, that they they put you into it, and you didn't ask for any of that. Can we be very clear about that? Okay, so moving right along. Am I right to feel this way? I've been married for five years. That's what our good sister said. She's been married for five years. Two years into the marriage, I found out that he had been seeing his ex for eight months behind my back. Didn't I tell y'all that we talked about this before on this show? Okay. I'm going to read that last sentence again. I found out he had been seeing his ex for eight months behind my back. The news was shocking and I was devastated. I had poured my heart and soul into the marriage and he was the person I trusted the most. So it hurt so much. At the time, he didn't want to divorce. She was also married and didn't seem to want to leave. I don't understand their relationship. But anyway, he cried, apologized, promised to never make the same mistakes again, and I believed him. I think I was hopeful back then, and I thought we could work through things together. Anyway, she left the country eventually, and I thought things were good. Last year, I became pregnant and he promised me that our family was going to be his number one priority. But shortly afterwards, I found him texting her and they seemed to be getting even closer. I was very upset and asked him to cut ties with her. He kept contacting her behind my back several times after that. When I found out, he was very angry and the whole argument and stress over the months caused me to have a miscarriage. Mm, mm, mm. Since then, he's been trying to be good to me and putting in a lot of effort in supporting me with my health and daily life. 
But last week I found out she came back to the country and they've reconnected. The news shook me. I left for a week. He called me over a hundred times a day and wrote many text messages telling me how much I meant to him. His excuse for contacting her was because he needed comfort since I'd become depressed and distant ever since my miscarriage. I'm struggling to understand how it's my fault. I asked him to ask her to apologize to me for my miscarriage and for the betray and for the betrayal they both did to me. I've gone through immense pain over all these years. I told him what I needed for reconciliation. It would mean a lot to him. No, 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 I'm sorry. She says, it would mean a lot to see him stick up for me for once. But he hasn't even asked her and keeps avoiding it, yet apologizes to me every day and tells me he loves me. I'm incredibly confused. Please help. Thank you. I truly appreciate your time. I truly appreciate your time for writing in and sharing um, your situation and wanting to get some feedback on it. And first, just let me say that, honey, as a woman that has lived through some aspects of your letter, I can assure you that you will get through this. Okay. How long it will take you to get through this? Um, no one knows, but I can definitely say you can have an impact on your healing by what you decide to do in the meantime, what you do in the meantime, while you're trying to heal and wrap your head around what has happened to you. It absolutely, it absolutely does matter what you say to yourself, who you vent to, who you allow to speak into your life, who you allow to um, speak about your situation, give their opinions, give their feedback, even as simple as some, as and something as intimate as prayer. It matters who you get to pray over you. So I want to let you know, you're not the first woman to go through this baby. You will not be the last many great, wonderful women that have not asked for any of this sugar, honey, iced tea have went through some of what you're going through. So that first things first, but I did write some notes because I wanted to make sure that I kept my thoughts in line with what you were asking. Are you right to feel the way that you feel? Absolutely on some of it. Okay, I'm going to get to that. But the message that I need you to hear very loud and clear is that, honey, if you haven't gotten a memo, you are absolutely involuntarily sharing your man with his ex. I'm going to say that once again. You are involuntarily sharing your husband with his ex. And I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry that you are in a covenant with a person who knows nothing about covenant life. I'm so sorry that you have entered into a marriage with a man who seems um, to be ready to risk it all for his ex. And it would appear, my sweet soul, that the only reason that they're not together is that they're both married to other people. And they're both dragging both of you through the mud. It's an unfortunate thing to be with a man who's stuck in the past. A man who cannot let go of the person either he allowed to get away or who didn't think enough of him to want to be with him. There's a reason that they're not together. Okay? And he keeps prioritizing that relationship over his marriage. The evidence is in the miscarriage that you suffered. No woman deserves that. No woman deserves that. Okay. You gotta, you gotta know that you deserve better 
than that. And you got to want better for yourself. Because if you keep sticking around, there is no incentive for him to change. All the crocodile tears that he's crying to you once he gets caught contacting this woman again means nothing. Okay, apologies mean nothing without changed behavior. You have not been the recipient of changed behavior when it comes to your husband. He may be your husband by title, but it seems like he's her man by all accounts because he refuses to sever ties with this woman to save his relationship. His constant communication with this woman cost him his child with you. How much more has to happen before he lets go of this relationship or how much more has to happen before you let go of this relationship because um he doesn't plan on stopping anytime soon it doesn't seem like there's nothing in your letter that would indicate that he's remorseful there's nothing that you've shared with me that says or speaks to the fact that he's repenting for the things that he has done the breaking of the vows. Every time he breaks his promise to you not to contact her, he breaks your heart. Every time he goes behind your back and go and, and look up this woman and continue the relationship or the conversation or whatever, you know, uh, inappropriate conversations they're having with one another, he is breaking your heart and he is breaking you down. Okay. It seems to me that his chemistry and his connection with that other woman supersedes his covenant with you. And that's what I need you to realize. I'm not trying to discourage you. I just need you to open your eyes and realize what his, what his actions indicate or where his actions indicate his heart is, where his loyalty is, where his interest is, where he really wants to be. Don't be fooled by the crocodile tears and the promises of never doing it again. When you turn your back, he's up to some more BS with her. And let me tell you something, my good sister. It's, it's, really, it's really bad when the only way that your marriage can thrive, or the only way that your man, your husband is going to leave this woman alone is if this woman leaves the country. This woman has absolute power and control over your marriage. And that is something that you do not want. That is not holy. That is not of God. And he's not acting like your man. Is that what you want for yourself? I don't promote divorce. I don't push that agenda. I don't push the agenda of uh, it's not making me happy, so I got to leave. I, that's not what I push. But what I do advocate for is when you have an unfaithful spouse, unrepentant, unremorseful, and unwilling to change, unapologetic about everything that he's doing to you and he's putting you through. This man can't let go of this woman. So it may come down to my good sister, you having to pull the plug because otherwise he has no incentive to change. He has no incentive to cut her off because you're going to be there and you are suffering through it. You are suffering through something that you should not have to go through. Here's what I want to talk to you about though. There's a part in your letter where you said, I'm trying to fix my eyes to go straight to that. You mentioned that you're struggling to understand how is your fault? Because he reached out to her once again. And his reasoning for reaching out to her was because he needed comfort based on how you was treating him. But you want him to get his ex to apologize to you 
for the role she played in the stress that caused you your miscarriage. Okay, I'm going to repeat that for people that may be, um, you know, kind of entering into the room. You want your husband to get his ex to apologize to you for the role she played in the stress that you were experiencing that contributed to your miscarriage. <sighs> Sis, don't hold your breath on that. That woman don't owe you anything. Your man does. Your man allowed all of this to happen. Your man brought this trouble into your, into your home. Your man is the reason that you are going through what you are going through because he don't know how to let this woman go. You need to ask him, what type of hold does she have on you? And if you love that woman that much, why did you not marry her? Why are you, or why have you put me through this? You know, I can say a lot about her, but he's the one that you married and you don't deserve any of this. I, I can't say that more enough. You don't deserve this. And let me tell you something for anybody that may be under the sound of my voice. I don't care if you are a man or a woman. If you are on the receiving end of somebody dirty dogging you, somebody that don't know what monogamy means, somebody that don't know how to find someone attractive and not act on the attraction. If you're with somebody that don't know how to remove themselves from a compromising situation that would lead to them giving in to temptation, I would tell you the same thing. My opinions have nothing to do with gender. Right is right and wrong is wrong. So I'm simply encouraging this woman. Sis, you've lost the baby. God bless you. you. You've had a miscarriage. You suffered a miscarriage directly related to the uh, adulterous actions of your husband and the stress he was putting you through. I'm going to say that again. You've lost the child. How much more are you willing to lose behind a man who married you but didn't really want to be a husband to you? He's got some type of emotional connection and ties with this woman that he's unwilling to sever. Part of me wants to say, you know what? If you love her that much, go be with her. But you're, you're too vulnerable right now. You're not ready um, to um, have that type of conversation. So I would say prayer, my good sister. Um, pray that God convicts his heart if you're not ready to leave. If you are ready to leave, if you've had enough, Okay, if you are sick of this man telling you one thing and doing another, if you are sick of this man choosing this woman, his ex, his previous lover over you, you know exactly what to do. You don't need another woman to tell you. You just want somebody to talk to. Girl, leave him. If you're tired of it, if he shows no signs of remorse or change, he's making no effort to rebuild the relationship that he broke okay that he stepped out on and he keeps doing it because he can't let go of this woman you gotta do something because at this point what you know about it doesn't afford you the the label of being a victim you you're you're gonna keep moving um constantly through life with this man treating you like this being a volunteer you don't deserve this but for those of you who are just now joining um we have a wife that wrote in because her husband refuses to let go of his ex 
The wife is distraught because he's been going back and forth with this ex for eight months into the marriage and they've been married for five years. This man has stressed his wife out so much that she just recently had a miscarriage behind stressing out about this man and what he's doing with his ex. She thought she had a little bit of peace because the ex, his, his, um, the husband's side piece went out of the country. That's sad. The only way you can feel comfortable or secure in your relationship is if the side chick leaves the country, baby, we, in, we already lose it. But anyway, so she, she felt a little bit at peace because the woman had left the country. But when the, as soon as the woman got back, her husband resumed all the foolishness and the side business with his ex or whatever. He can't let this side chick go. And I want this woman to know, sis, you don't have to stick around for that. The longer you stick around, he has no motive. He has no motivation. He has no incentive to change and he will not let her go. And the sad thing about it, and the, one of the most hurtful things about it is sometimes men like this or people like this, he won't let that girl go until that girl kicks his ass to the curb, okay? He won't let her go until she's had enough of him and then he'll want to come crying back and crawling back up into your bed and trying to treat you right and do right by you. But is that what you want for yourself? You know, the best love is a love where somebody chose you on purpose. The sweetest love is when you are intentional about giving me your heart. Okay? When you wake up every day to decide to do right by me. You always hear me say, do right. Do right by me. Do right by me. You cannot have all of me if you're not willing to do right by me. So, it seems like, again... You are involuntarily sharing your husband with this woman and you have a lot of thinking that you need to do. I understand you just had a miscarriage, baby. My, my heart goes out to you. I do not know what that's like. I try not to speak on things I know nothing about, but I am sure that you are grieving right now the loss of your child. You are grieving at the breakdown of your marriage and, you know, the hus your husband breaking his vows, breaking your heart, breaking your spirit, breaking you down. I mean, it's just a lot going on with you. But when you are ready and you are strong enough to face what has happened to you, and you make a choice as to what direction you want to go with your life, you'll know exactly what to do. But just know from woman to woman, you're not the first woman to go through that. A lot of us have survived that. I went through that in previous in a previous relationship. So I, I know a little bit about someone who has, um, you know, doubled back, so to speak. So, yeah. I really want to share something interesting with you guys. Oh my God, but I don't want nobody killing me or putting out a hit on me. But <laughs> I can say this, a man that doubles back to his, okay, I can share this with you. I've talked about a certain person on my show, on my show a few times. And I can just say as much respect as I have for the person that I've mentioned on my show, who. Um, as it relates to this topic, doubling back to an ex, they do not change. Okay. They do not change. I, I promise my, 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 my hand before God, they do not change because the same, I, I, you, the same person, I just had their recent, their current, find my number and call me because of the, the shenanigans that my previous is doing in his current relationship. They don't change. They don't change. 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad she reached out because you definitely, I definitely need to, her to take my name off whatever list she got and checking it off twice. I'm not creeping with your man. I'm married. I'm, I'm good over here in Charlotte. I don't, I don't need the drama, but I said that to encourage you, my good sister, that people that double back like that and don't know how to close one door before going into another or making promises over here and still got their foot over there. They do not change. I'm telling you, this is a, tr if I could just tell y'all without making people feel some type of way that have shared some really intimate things with me, I would really tell you, but I could tell you for based on my own experience of somebody that has been with somebody that what the kids say, spin a block to their ex, they do not change. Okay, he he just didn't spend it with me. <laughs> he spent it with me. But yeah, so um this has been um just one of those unfortunate situations, those letters where somebody is getting their heart ripped out of their chest because they with somebody who don't know a damn thing about commitment, you know. Um, he's just one of those people that he will keep doing exactly what you allow him to do. When you get sick and tired of this man treating you like this and, you know, doing whatever he want to do with his ex, you'll know what to do, sister. You will know what to do. When you get tired of him breaking your heart and embarrassing you and, uh, you know, making you have miscarriages, you know, where you can't even carry a baby full term because this man is out here just doing absolutely, you know, things that are breaking your heart and disgracing, you know, your marriage, you got your business all out there in the street. You can pray about it, you know, um, all I can say is you can pray about it. I don't want to speak negativity. You can pray about it and see what God has to say. But Gayla says, you deserve better than the treatment that you are getting. So I don't know, guys, what you guys have to say. Uh, this has just been, I mean, uh, you've already lost a child. I don't think you should lose anything else more than that. I'm pretty sure you've lost sleep behind this man. I mean, you've lost the security of the relationship. You don't feel secure with this man anymore. Um, you know, on top of that, your husband has exhibited uh, the following traits. He's selfish. He has no self-control. He totally lacks self-control. He's very unfaithful. Um, he can't be trusted. He's disrespectful. He's unrepentant. And his priorities are out of, out of, out of whack. I mean, he, he knows nothing about prioritizing his family, prioritizing his wife, making sure that you are good. Even if he can't undo what has been done, you know what his actions could have looked like moving forward, being attentive to your emotional well-being after the miscarriage, right? Making sure that the things that he did that caused the miscarriage, that he ceased doing those things, that, you know, he, he stopped cold turkey. But this is not what this person did. You caught him yet again, contacting the mistress. This time he's using the excuse of your miscarriage is the reason that he contacted her because he needed to know how to comfort you. No, he needed comforting. What a selfish bastard. He is, he is very, very, very special. You deserve better. That would have been an opportunity for your husband. That would have been a perfect opportunity for your husband to pivot you know what i'm saying pivot switch directions and place his focus totally on you to take a you know take responsibility for the role he's played 
in your poor mental health and you feeling insecure in the miscarriage and he could have been a stand-up guy in assisting you on the road back to recovery. That would have been the perfect moment for him to redeem himself in your eyes. That would have been the perfect moment to show you, yes, I made a mistake, but I want to turn this thing around. That would have been a perfect moment to show you that even though I lost um, sight well, I, I lost my focus for a minute on my on my vows and my covenant. I'm back, okay? I'm back. I backslid, but I'm back. I lost focus, but I'm back now. You know, I I, I made a mistake, but I, I can spend the rest of my days making sure that you're good and making sure that you know that it was a mistake. I didn't intentionally mean to hurt you, but he didn't do any of that, did he? He went right back, running back to the arms of the woman, that has caused you all of this stress. I cannot say this enough. You deserve better. I am a woman who has built Diva Speaks on restoration, reconciliation, um, finding out ways to improve your current relationship. You know, just owning the, the baggage that you brought, owning what you've brought to the table when, when it wasn't a, a savory dish. You know, it wasn't something palatable to your partner, owning all of that and turning that thing around and allowing God to come in and minister to you and help you get your sugar, honey, iced tea together. That, I, that's all I talk about on the ministry channel. If you want to do that, you can. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of work that has to be done within your husband because he doesn't see the value in his covenant. He doesn't see the value in his marriage. He doesn't want to lose you, but he don't want to give her up either. And that may be confirmation for somebody out there that's listening to my show. That person that you're with that don't want to change, that's not putting in the effort, they may not want to lose you. That's very real. They may not. It's, it's the truth. However, at the same time, they may not be willing to make the changes. They're not willing to make the sacrifices needed to make the relationship successful. They're not willing to, to let go of all the things that have caused the breakdown in your relationship. It happens. People are imperfect people. So at that point, you have a choice to make. Am I going to stick around and pray that things get better and hope for the best? Or am I going to make a choice and just exit and assist them with um, seeing the consequences of their actions? And I'm not going to allow myself to be a whooping board for nobody. I don't know. The choice is yours. I don't judge either way. I just want to encourage you on your journey, you know, and, and let you know that through Christ Jesus, all things are possible. You don't have to abandon hope. Thank <laughs> you.